I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. And then, one day, I got in. That's it. Oh, we gotta make this is got where where did I put this? Is it here? Ah. Oh. Boop. Is it there? Ah. Ah. Of course. Yes. So, hello. Uh, I'm here for a very special reason. Uh, I've got to I've got to see a very special lady in the chat and say one thing to her. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Dickie Bay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Kim. Uh, if Chris was here, I'm pretty sure we would have pulled out any one of our other characters to wish you happy birthday. Sadly, most of mine are tied to his. So I don't have a Yorkshire trader. Or anything like that. Maybe crazy, crazy Russian guy. But crazy Russian guy would work. But crazy Russian guy comes out at the end. He can make a special, a special occasion. He's a cheeky breaky. Yes, I come back from Baku, and he's crazy. Final, there's nothing there to wish. Beautiful girl, happy birthday. You know, I tell you a story about birthdays. It's very, very interesting. I got friend Anatoly. Anatoly loved birthdays. Anatoly's dead now, but that's what happens when you mess with Chechens. Not a big deal, though. He is crazy guy, anyways. But regardless, he's we give. Vodka all the time on birthday. Now, I know Kim doesn't need vodka because of where she works. She has lots of vodka there all the time handing it out. And that's what makes her a wonderful person. But anyway, happy birthday, Kim. It's lots of fun. We wish you much safe and lovable fun stuff on birthday. You know, like going out on town on tank, shooting AK-47 at bottles and cans. You know, normal Saturday activities that you could enjoy on your birthday. Happy birthday, Kim. So, good afternoon, everyone. <laughs> this is the Game Won't Play Some Podcast, live on a Saturday afternoon, wherever you are in the world, or on podcast format, wherever your ears will hear it. I am Will McKellar, aka Loud Team Maker, and joining me, as always, 
something different about you, mate. Have you had a haircut? I did actually this morning. I did have wow. a haircut. <laughs> just just took a little off the top. You know, it's it's getting to be summer around here. You know, we really have to kind of you know start dressing with lighter, whiter clothing. Really, just uh, you know, so we can breathe and just so the sun hits us all the time. Uh, you know, so that's that's kind of the reason why. You know, we have to start worrying about you know the summer. You know, a lot of moves tend to happen on the summer. There's a lot of big things that happen in the summer that involve a lot of people doing a lot of traveling to exotic places and watching exotic things happen. Um, but yeah, yeah. Welcome everyone, James Atkinson. <laughs> like, so is there like a big thing happening today though? Because I think be... there is. I think there is. I mean, I it, it's it's Saturday, and I know Trump visited the UK, and that was kind of a big deal, right? And then he endorsed Boris Johnson to be the next prime minister, which immediately <laughs> I I called it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Michael. I think yeah, I'm gonna be doing something a little bit later. I think it's gonna be involving sports ball. And uh, the kicking of a sports ball around. Uh, yes, everybody, there's the Champions League final tonight. Tot uh, Tottenham is playing Liverpool at 1 p.m. my time, which is the only time that matters. Uh, so, yes, that's what I will be doing today is sitting there watching things. Probably most likely this the entire time, because let's be honest, it, I'm a Tottenham fan. And Lord knows we can't win. We, we can only win or lose a game. We don't believe in draws. We don't believe right. in... <laughs> Are you, are you going to be watching it in like the Death Stranding reveal focus? You know, so. It's going to be very interesting how I watch it because there's there's just it's like one of those things where I'm going to be probably sitting there just like I'm glad my girlfriend isn't in the, isn't in the house. I'm glad nobody's here so I can just swear at the TV in peace and drink beer while you watch. Uh, no, no, no drinking. I need to be absolutely sober for this. Um. Obviously, it's it's a great accomplishment just being in the game, and the and the matches leading up to this have been just completely out of control. Um, I just hope they've got one more in them. Uh, so you know they got one more in them. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be interesting. I don't even know if they've released the team lineups yet. Uh, so I can't even tell you and how I feel about that. Uh, Lord knows that this has been, I, I haven't been this emotional about a sport in a long time. Like I found myself, like I've never been this way watching football. The only time I've actually, I, I will say, no, I have been this time one way watching football, but like the ups and downs of just even regular premier league games is just nuts and the champion league games were even worse the only time i've ever felt the same way that i do watching a football a soccer match was an american football game and it was the patriots coming back against the falcons in the super bowl that was like the one time i'd ever had like an emotional roller coaster well that's understandable i mean you looked at it and you thought you know the patriots were almost dead and buried in that one, and boom, it's just sprung to life, and oh look, they're champions again. And oh, the no. owner, the, nothing, I, me personally, and, and granted, as a gloating Patriots, I, I try not to gloat as a Patriots fan. I guess this is the reason why I root for Tottenham, because I'm a Patriots fan, so I need to have some, like, some angst in my life, so I need to have a team that's, like, good, but, like, not quite, like, doesn't go out and buy the best players, doesn't have, like, 
has like really good players, but isn't like Manchester United or Manchester. Let's be honest, Manchester City now. But it's like yeah. they aren't the perennial champions. They aren't like chosen to win the champion, the be the the be in you know the top of the league every single year. They're always close. So I need that angst in my life. I think that's why yeah. I chose Tottenham. Man, Man United these days are the Ferrari of the Premier League. <laughs> they they look great. They're pretty, but shit, do they break down a lot? And <laughs> we're like. Tottenham, I guess, would be like the. I'm trying to think about it. Just it's it's almost like they'd be like the Chevy Impala. It's not flashy. It gets the job done and just runs, and just keeps running, and just you always you always get what you expect from it. Except sometimes you get a little bit more than you expected. Well, you you you're thinking Arsenal's more like a Ford, and we all know what Ford stands for: fix or repair daily. <laughs> yes. I'm I I trust me I I I don't like I'm not a fan of Chelsea, but boy you know who I was rooting for in that cup final. <laughs> yeah. See, and the thing is too is like I know about rivalries. Uh, I guess the other sports ball team that I follow is the New York Yankees, and uh, obviously there's the everybody knows about the rivalry with the Boston Red Sox. So when people talk about oh you don't know what it's like to understand rivalries and how deep seated they go, oh I do. Um, I was at a Red Sox game in Boston as a four-year-old child wearing a Yankee cap. I got sworn at. I got peanuts thrown at me and a beer poured on my head as a four-year-old. They say football hooligans are bad. So, yeah. So, so if you think, if you think that I don't know that, uh, what, what a rivalry is like, oh, oh, we know. We know. We just don't take it to the extremes you do, do. You do. I've seen plenty of Yankees Red Sox games where people have been escorted out of the stands for uh, for brawling. Uh, do not go into the bleachers at all if you're if you're a foreign if if you have another team. Granted, baseball is now because of how players and basically fantasy sports have kind of almost ruined baseball in a sense where like people don't really vote for root for teams anymore; they root for players. So yeah. they're more, it's more individualist than it is team. And also because I can watch any baseball game I want on TV whenever I want, where there's not, there's not that kind of like, you know, my dad's a Tottenham fan. His dad was a Tottenham fan. His dad was a Tottenham fan. I'm a Tottenham fan kind of a situation. It's more like, it's like with my dad, my dad was a Giants fan. His dad was a Giants fan. I'm a Patriots fan. And yes, there is pictures hanging in this house of David Tyree catching that fucking football every single time. And again, my dad goes, you know, and it's signed. He's like, you know, when I, you know, when I pass away, you're going to make, you're going to be able to get all these. I said, fuck no, I'm giving all the giant shit to my brother. (laughs) I don't want it. (laughs) He's like, but it's signed. I'm like, it's giants. I don't care about it. That would like give me a package shirt. Oh, oh, I don't I don't. Oh, why, why would I want it? Fuck off! I'm coming out in hives just thinking about owning one of those things. Oh. Well, you're gonna you're gonna be able to you're gonna be at White uh, Tottenham Stadium before I am. Hopefully, hopefully. Crossed. You're going to. Let's be honest. I want to. I do want to. I mean, everybody's been to Wembley. It's it's Tottenham State. It's the new hotness. Yeah. It's the, it's the... Wembley, you know, the mecca of all sporting events. 
including such greats as SummerSlam 92. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Wembley has hosted wrestling events. I mean, it's kind of like like when you have that kind of national stadium. Um, yeah, we don't really have anything like that here. I, I guess Madison Square Garden would be like yeah. the closest thing because that's kind of like when you think of the venue, like Madison Square Garden is kind of like big East Coast. But also if you think about it too, wrote the Rose Bowl has had a ton of huge performances. I believe that's where, uh, speaking of relevant movies coming out, Rocket Man, I think that's where Elton John played the played in the famous Dodger uniform. If I'm not mistaken, it was in the Rose Bowl. I, I couldn't tell you on that one. I think Queen also played the Live Aid there, too, uh, coming from it. So Rose Bowl, kind of a big deal. Also, just like a college. Uh, that really, I don't think any college team plays there. Maybe UCLA or USC plays there. But, like, yeah, no professional sports to lay there. Wait, so, so yeah. <laughs> so big game today. Good luck with Tottenham for that one. Because you know, I want to hear a happy James rather than one spitting feathers. Next I'm not going to be spitting. I'm, I'm to be honest. Win, win, lose. It doesn't kind of. It really, in the end, it doesn't matter because nobody expected us to be there in Liverpool or Liverpool. But let's be honest here. It wouldn't be Liverpool if they didn't lose in the Champions League final to Tottenham. Like. <laughs> It would be prototypical top 10 Liverpool if that's what they did. As Queen Elton was the Rose Bowl. Thank you for that. Uh, I, I, I'll take 50%. That's usually better. Mr. Smith isn't here, so we obviously know this isn't a fact check show. Uh, so we cannot be held responsible for any of the facts that we do or do not sprout. Exactly. We need Mr. Smith here to, to confirm or deny them completely. So we can either confirm or deny anything. Uh, but Will, thank you for stepping in for Mr. Smith at this time. Thank you very much, dude. And on today's show, we've got a couple of bits of news. Uh, what we've been playing, a big, big Extra Life update, because stuff happened this week, where I can tell you that much. And shout outs, and then we'll get let everyone enjoy their Saturday. So, um, it's good news. It's good news this week. There's no happy news. news today. I know it's it's <laughs> We also news. have to do the tweet. Oh yes, we have to do the 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 weekly tweet. The to... weekly tweet. Who are we going to tweet to now? I know who we're going to. You keep talking. I'm going to get it ready. Right. Okay. So first bit of good news is from Microsoft as they announce Game Pass for PC. And first of all. When it comes out on launch, not only is it going to come out on Windows Store, but it's going to come out with Steam first. Other stores possible later. Which is which is nice of them. <laughs> so basically what they said, they're all right. Uh, so this is from Eurogamer. The copyright Article 13 bullshit purposes. Uh, we've uh, got support from publishers like Professor Sega, Devolver, Paradox and Deep Silver. Uh, as with the Xbox One version of Xbox Game Pass, the two are named the same but will remain separate, all Microsoft exclusives will launch day and date into the program on their global release. There will also be a library of 100 plus games to, de 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 to dip into. Um, right, okay, so there's well over 200 now on the Xbox One. But Microsoft is saying it's working with 75 PC developers and publishers, including the big names listed above. 
And says, finally, Xbox Game Pass will offer the same sort of discounts on purchasing games and content if you choose to do so via the Microsoft Store. You will get 20% off games and 10% off add-ons, and Microsoft will reveal more in a couple of weeks at E3. So that's pretty cool. I think that's a rather nice start to the day, really, with that, because, you know, giving gamers more choice. Yeah. And if and if you want to play like games like Gears of War, but you don't want a console, you want it on PC. Well, there you go. You could also buy it on Steam. Yeah. Microsoft also just just all about just giving you choices. Now you can buy it on Microsoft. You can buy it on Steam. Here's a question: Were they going to release it on Steam f- Apple platform? Ooh. May well do. That's a good question. <laughs> Just food for thought this early in the morning. Food for thought. So, so yeah, that's... I, I can't see that as a bad thing at all, you know? I mean, yeah, they're running as separate entities, but they're still basically the same. So, if that's the case of do you buy it on the console, do you get the games on... Var Game Pass on your PC as well, then? Uh, I... I... I would think so, because if you think about it, the uh, the login you have for your PC is the same login I use from if I had Xbox Live. Yeah, because my the app bit on the Windows 10 is your Xbox. Yeah, it's your Xbox Live account. I mean, and also, let's be honest, Microsoft has been all about making things inclusive and like being able to access your shit from everywhere. Yeah. I mean, even so much so that they're, they that they work with this work with the switch. Uh, by the way, I am taking this off because I did have my hair cut today, and God, is it fucking itchy! <laughs> oh, feel, feels good, man. Feels good. Um, also, Nike sponsorship hashtag sponsored, not sponsored. Also, AIA hashtag sponsored, not sponsored. Um, and continue, Will. Have you got the full kit? <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> not yet. Um, I wasn't happy with the way their Champions League kit is, by the way, this year. Uh, because, uh, for those of you who haven't seen the, the, the Tottenham kit, it kind of fades down here. It's kind of got this kind of Nike fade thing that they've been doing. Um, right. But they wore it with white shorts. <laughs> so it fades down to blue, and then there's white shorts. It's like, uh, Surely they'd be blue to blend it in. That's in the Premier League. They wear the blue shorts, but in the Champions League, they wear white shorts. <sighs> just, just use the same kit. What the fuck? But then oh, wait, they can't no, make then, more money. But then they can't sell. Yeah. <laughs> then they yep, gotta sell fine. the white shorts along with the blue shorts. Fine. That, that's 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 fine. Yeah, I think about that. And the other bit, because uh, this could also lead now into our trailers. Because this is something I didn't watch, um, and it wasn't on purpose. Even though looking at it now, is like thinking about it. I'm going to watch it anyway, so I might as well wait. It's Death Stranding has got a release date and was a big reveal trailer that was brought out over stages uh, earlier in the week. I think it was Tuesday. It was out. If people are really getting into the, this whole like Twitch reveal kind of thing. I like the idea of it. It was basically a case of it. It was almost like, um, do you guys have a quiz show over there called Catchphrase? Maybe. It might have been like, uh, a, it might have been before me or and or after me. 
Yeah, because pretty much it's a case of you get like these, these well-known phrases that people say, you know, like foot in the door, for example. And you got like this cartoon bit comes up of, of a foot in a door and you say what you basically say what it is and you, you go, get points. So we had that over here and it was kind of like that reminded people of because you got the, the handprints all over the screen and the more people watched, the more little bit was revealed, you know. And so apparently, I don't know, James can talk about this more than I can because it's like he's seen it and I'm sure we're about to see it so I can get my proper reaction to it. But yeah, it was rather good from what I hear. It, mm, 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 yes, yes, it is. Uh, I will actually, I have the trailer queued up and ready to go. I'm tying the trailer into our tweet today. Mm-hmm. So if you want... We can just switch right into trailer. Do it. Okay. Let's do it. So we're watching, by the way, everybody, this is an eight minute and 52 second trailer. So it's going to last a little while. Um, but yeah, it's it just, just, just watch it. Uh, and we will sit back and enjoy here. That's the oh. wrong one. That's the tweet. <laughs> That's our dashboard. Oh, look, it's Femfox. Yeah. Did you know Femfox <laughs> updated her hair? It's great. Yeah. I hate it when it does this. It's like select an option. Yeah, that's that's the one I want, game. God, it's every once in a while. It wouldn't be a stream if I didn't fuck something up. There we go. All right.
it's all to safeguard the continued independence of Edgenot City. They want the UCA to leave him be. Who are these assholes again? Homo demons. Militant separatist group. I've heard of them. Bunch of terrorists who go around towns killing people and leaving craters. Right. Nothing's off limits for them. Not even engineering void outs. They're extremists like the demons everywhere. Plotting in the shadows. better than to mess with BTs. I can't spot BTs. Just sense them. That's why we came prepared. A bridge baby, huh? Makes me feel like shit every time. Well, you are plugging into the other side. Freaks me out, too.
Sam, we want you to go west and finish what Emily started. Rebuilding America isn't gonna get rid of the BTs. As long as they're still around, there's no escaping it. But at least we'll have hope. You see, I've come to understand the truth of the Death Stranding. Oh, it's so hard to form connections when you can't shake hands. Fortunately, I've got a good connection to the other side. didn't bring an end to Warren's suffering. Don't act surprised when it all comes apart if you try to do it again. Humans aren't made for living alone. They're supposed to come together to help one another. And if we as a people can't do that, if we can't reconnect, that's what we need right now. Not to stand apart, but to come together. I'll show you the real thing soon. I promise. The whole wide world will be yours to explore. You'll be able to go wherever you want. Even the moon. So that's Death Stranding. Hmm. Uh, I, I do have to say, I've never seen anything be more Kojima than that. Yeah, very sort of. Wait, what, what have I just seen? It's more than we've gotten. Yep. We've seen gameplay. Yep. A little bit of shoddy gameplay, though, I thought, when he was running away from them. That didn't exactly look like their best foot forward, you know. It looks very Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. Right? I'm excited for it. I, I think this is kind of his vision. If, if I'm being honest here and I look at this, I, I see this and I say, this is what he's always wanted to do with a Metal Gear. He's wanted to make it more on like... Essentially, you're a delivery man. You're 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 the world's you're the United States' last UPS driver. <laughs> it, it's I, I mean, what's the Kevin Costner movie? The Postman. The Postman. Yeah. America divided, but it's it's more. It's I don't think it's it's not about the action. It's about the I think it's about the exploration. Now we don't know anything. Uh, 
about the game. Yeah. I mean, the story is still a what the fuck. Is this? We we know more. We know that this guy is being sent out, but we don't know if Death Stranding, what the Death Stranding is, what it does. We know it's some kind of weird event. Um, there's more on their website. They talk about how violence is almost never the answer in the game, and that like if you do get caught, you don't die, but they end up transporting you to like an area of history that's gone on in that area and you have to find your way to escape that area of history and like you can do through so through violence. that's like the whole world war one segment you saw there is him yeah. dying but not actually dying but trying to escape and i think if i'm hypothesizing here um that kind of dome that we saw in one of the original ones that kind of had him show up afterwards and be normal reason is just naked in the middle of it yeah. Is they create this alternate reality that you have to go through. And if you get through it, you survive it and you're there. Versus if you don't. And then you're dead. But it, 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 it's, it's, it's very, it made no sense. <laughs> See, the thing is, it's a confusing Kojima game that has Guillermo del Toro in it. But at the same time, like, for me, it's oddly compelling that I need to play the shit out of this game. Because even if it's like just an, if it ends up being just like an exploration simulator that has minutes of combat, a few moments of combat, I'm kind of OK with that. Like. It's a different step from Metal Gear. It's not Metal Gear. Mm, that's what I'm saying. It's completely different. And as you're saying, if it was. Well, um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I still undecided about it. I mean, the game looks very, very good. Can I give you something that is pro in his corner? Go on then. Yeah. Okay. Um, has he over-sexualized any of the women in this trailers? No. The the only bit that was a bit uncomfortable there was the terrorist. But then again, that happens in films and that, and that anyway. So It's also it, Nolan North. <laughs> Is it? Yes, he's the bad guy. Jeez. Because I know Troy Baker's in it as well. Sorry, no, sorry. That's Troy Baker. It was, Troy I, Baker. I, I get the two confused. Yeah. That's Troy Baker. That's, Troy Baker. that's Troy Baker's character. But if you think about it, 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 it he's over-sexualized the male characters. I mean, Norman Reedus has shown up naked more. Yeah. This. So it seems like he's he, he's been tempered a little bit. Um. I mean, granted, he's been given unlimited time, unlimited money, and being able to work with the people he's wanted to work with. Um, you can't this this game. I can I can say it's it's either going to be a critical success or a critical flop. This is this is kind of kind of define Kojima's career. Yeah, this, this is no middle ground game. Yeah, no, because <laughs> he's he's fine. He's been given his resources. He's been given the people. He's basically had yes told to him. Yeah. Now I'm super excited because everything I've seen of this basically just makes me want to play it more. Because I look at this game is that it almost is like Kojima wanted to tell. It's a typical Kojima game in a sense for me, where it's it's all about the cutscenes and the story, and essentially the gameplay is just interesting and good enough to get you to the next cutscene. 
because he can't create a 30-hour movie because nobody would watch it. So he does it as an interactive gameplay. And I think that's why Metal Gear Solid 4 worked so fucking well. Was it? There was two cutscenes or around about an hour to an hour. But I played the shit out of that game to get to those cutscenes. I could give a shit about what... I mean, like, the gameplay was Metal Gear gameplay. It's fine. Yeah. It was good. Solid. Did what it wanted to. Stealth suit was interesting. Allowed you to do some fun stuff. But, like, I wanted to see the story, the cutscenes, more than I wanted to play the actual game. Yeah. Yeah, this this is this is this is this is Kojima's like can you do it? That's not Metal Gear. It's not that now he's had some great projects. Metal Gear that weren't Metal Gear projects. I believe the uh Zone of the Enders was him. Yep, Zone of the Enders was from Which, Kojima Productions. Fantastic two games. Severely underrated and undermarketed in the United yeah, States. I love the first one. And the second first one was second really one, good. The second one was just as good. And now it's in VR. You know he's he's had some great projects, and I, I I kind of feel like this is like his thing. I mean, the other thing too is could be like this. You know, it could be utter shit, and it could just be Kojima's Kojima's lost it, and that's fair. I mean, you look at five. Five was, I look at Metal Gear Solid Five as like it's another pile of shit. Now that being said, me and my buddy have a long discussion on five, and about how we look at it in different lights. And how we look at the not snake, and how we look at Venom Snake versus this, and what what Kojima's trying to do, and I guess we could almost be seen as Kojima apologists at that time because we're kind of trying to take the steaming pile of shit that was the game and do it. Yeah. Um, we do have some hot takes in it. Uh, I actually do plan on recording stuff with him this evening, so our whole. The whole Death Stranding coming out here has kind of sparked his want to talk about Kojima. And so we're going to talk about how he's done that. But so uh, extra, extra podcasts. Extra, extra podcasts. Uh, yes. Uh, Tigra Piece in 10, probably, as we're going to call it. Um, nice. But it's for this, it's the things we have to look into this game. Uh, number one, it's going to be preachy. It's going to it, it it's going to happen. You've already heard it. The whole America stuff. We have to care. connect. We have to connect the country again. We have to connect people. People have to be connected. It, but that's that's neither here nor there. Kojima games are preachy. You know, Metal Gear Solid Four was a comment on the privatization of military, and what does that mean? You know that there's there's no countries anymore. There's just military groups that are starting proxy wars. Uh, hello, look at the world around you. You know, Metal Gear Solid Five was just a commentary on just how he was fucking done with Konami and wanted to stop Metal Gear Solid playing, doing Metal Gear games. Three, freaking, you know, it was about, you know, the I think about the Cold War and about it, it's just a ton of different things. A different like he brings it up. I I use four because it's the one it's freshest in my mind. And five, I try to black out as much as possible. But for Death Stranding. It's it's gonna be interesting, I think, and I I think they're kind of they are playing it very close to the vest with not really being at E three, with not releasing a lot of gameplay footage, but November eighth, I mean that's the that's kind of one of those releases, right? It's like the release window that's going that's right at like you know 
I would almost call it like an Emmy season release. It's like it's right when you want to have your game of the year title. Yeah, because more out. people remember it rather than in, in like February. Right. And a lot of people, we know a lot of people are going to buy this. It's um, Christmas running. This is a potential Christmas console seller for Sony yes. before they fully switch to going, okay, count down to PS5. Right. This is kind of, you always get that kind of last hurrah from the current gen console. And, and something tells me with this, right, just looking at it, that this is going to be that game that you can play now on the PS4 or you can play the way it's meant to be played on the PlayStation 5. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things where you can look this because it's looking at backwards compatibility for the PS5 straight out of the box. Oh, look, you've got a big game. And something tells me this game was supposed to be released later, but with The Last of Us being pushed back, they needed something to fill that bo- that that release window. Because remember, The Last of Us 2 got pushed back. Hmm. And Kojima's probably done. They're probably just, they're, they're debugging it. They're going out a few things. So something tells me that Sony went, we need something. And Kojima's like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to rock and roll. Also, the pre-order bonus is fucking great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tweeted about the pre-order bonus, if, if any of those hadn't seen it. Uh, Sony goes, we need a pre-order bonus, Kojima. And he goes, no, we don't. And Sony goes, this isn't Konami. We need pre-order bonus for this thing. You need to give us something pre order I don't fucking care. Slap gold on some of the cosmetic items. I don't give a shit. They slap gold on cosmetic items. So what other releases are there in October and November this year? That is a good question. Uh, we, we have the technology to find this out. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's going to be out in October 25th. It's Call of Duty. I know, I, I know, but, you know, it's it's a big release to people, isn't it? And you've definitely got that. We'll find out more about what's coming November, December sort of area this year next week, because it's E3 next week. Yeah, uh, next upcoming weekend video game starts. releases. So the week after is going to be a long week. <laughs> But uh, it's our game is Christmas. Though Bionic does have a good point. It might be reduced in price by December because of obviously, you know, Thanksgiving, Black Friday sales. If it's not selling well, then it will be. Yeah, it might be. Uh give me a second here. I'm I'm loading up. Uh May, June, July, August. Uh, September video game releases. Uh, Catherine for the PS4. Monster yep. Hunter Iceborne. Yeah. Borderlands 3. Yeah. Borderlands 3. Yep. Uh, those are kind of the big ones. And then, uh, oh, uh, that's for September. October, Ghost Recon, World of Warcraft, Call, Call of, of Duty, mm-hmm. Medieval. Oh yeah, medieval. Yeah, that's a. Oh, and it, it there's there's uh, Death Stranding in November. Yeah. Truck Driver. The thirteenth remake, X I I I. Remember that? Yep, 13, yep. And yep. a little game called Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order. 
So there is some big games around then. And there's there's also some stuff we can look at that don't that doesn't even have release dates. Uh, I'm just like kind of scrolling through here real quick to just kind of see any things that are. I think. I mean, there's Outer Worlds. Yeah. Hasn't have a release date, so something tells me it could be there. Um, Pokemon doesn't have a release date yet. Gears Five. Which ton- will probably hit a release date at E3. Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're just trying to jump the gun to, to build some hype for this game. Which they, yeah. they they have done for me. Like, I I mean, we all knew I was going to buy this game regardless. Yep. Right? I, I, have, have, have I been fair about this? That I will buy pretty much any Kojima game? You haven't been quiet about that. I can no. tell you that much. <laughs> so I will, I will be playing the shit out of this game. Um, but will this be a game for you? Or will this be a game for the stream? I don't know. I don't know. It depends. I mean, it's one of those games that I look at it and go, as much as I'd love to stream it, Mm -hmm. and I'd love to be able to have people see my truly honest reaction to this. Yeah. Metal Gear games and Kojima games have been so close to the vest for me that I almost want to keep it private. Yeah. And just give you my reactions as it's happened. That's fair. Or or do like what I did with Horizon Zero Dawn, where I just recorded it. I didn't talk over it. I didn't do any gameplay commentary. I just played the game and let the game play. Because it's a Kojima game. So th- th- there's going to be... I mean, it was the same with Horizon Zero. There was so much dialogue in that game that me giving commentary almost didn't seem like, what's the point? Like, there's so much commentary going on at any point in time. People talking that if I'm sitting here going, like, making, like, a Kojima butt joke or, a, like, an ass joke because, you know, as much as he over-sexualizes women, the, from 90, and then 95% of all the games, all you're doing is staring at a dude's ass. In, in tight spandex the entire time. <laughs> Not a wrestler. And in some cases, a dude's full-on ass uh, ride in Metal Gear Solid 2. Yep. He couldn't equip a gun. Why? Because he had to cover his manhood. (laughs) It's like, get a box or something, you know, cut around yourself. (laughs) Well, they also had him do cartwheels. So, needless to say, I will make that decision the more information we have about the game. Also, the other question is, will it be streamable? Will it be entertaining to, enough to be streamed? That's, that's another very good question, because some games, even though you want to stream, they're just not right. They're not right fit. <laughs> Jonathan is saying that still time for ladies and barely any clothes to be revealed. True. I mean, and if you did look at that one creepy scene where the guy comes and licks her, it's it's pretty ob- obvious that it, we think that the, the girl in that scene is in her small clothes. Yeah. Now, once again, I'm, I'm not going to defend Kojima, but it seemed to be more of an artistic choice than it did to be, like, a look, a, a quiet and, uh, oh, she needs to breathe water kind of choice. That seemed like, hey, we caught an enemy and he's trying to make a point. And I'm assuming that the Death Stranding has something to do with the water and rain 
and obviously yeah. he summoned the rain to come down and whether you feel more vulnerable but then in your small clothes he's probably either trying to make a point or you know do some kind of torture or something by the way kojima not not one to not one to shy away from torture scenes either no 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 he isn't i mean mel gets solid and yeah, any of them the five one adds solid snake yeah, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, Metal Gear Solid. There's the two. I mean, if you gave up or not, uh, Metal yeah. Gear Solid um, Five, they tortured mm-hmm. Hal yeah. right in front of you. Uh, I think they there was a torture scene in two. Yeah, torture scene in two. Um, they they've done they, they he doesn't shy away from it. It's part of like this, these kind of things. So, um, <laughs> we <met> <laughs> Death Stranding Mermaids merch official. Yeah, De- don't don't get don't give him any ideas. Kojima, <laughs> that's Sony he wants, not him. <laughs> I need mermaids. What? Like actual mermaids? I need to VR them. So, in terms of what we're anticipating to play, what have you been playing, James, this week? Ah, oh, good, good, good question. Forgot to mention this year's football manager. <laughs> Big Brothers. Yeah, well, obviously Football Manager 2020 gets released in November. That's the other problem, is Football Manager 2020 is released then. What am I going to do? <laughs> Death Stranding Football Manager? This me staring at the two games. I mean, I have two monitors. I can have Death Stranding on one and Football Manager on the other. Well, one I, you just need to press space on when he was playing. Yeah, it's just, 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 just fine. Corby Town, go. <laughs> I always like how Corby Town is like my test game. And like I, then I create the Tigua Piece FC and I start playing that. And that's when you completely, completely dominate. Oh, of course there will be controversial topics. It's a Kojima game. That's what he does. Yeah, you know, I'd be surprised if he had, didn't have any in them. They were already there, connecting America. People need to be connected. We're divided. She said it within the first minute of the trailer. Building a the, bridge. Build a bridge. Connect people. You know, at least it's a positive met. At least, like, it's like, you know, it's not like saying we need to tear this down and start from scratch. It's like we need to connect people. Yeah, no, no, it's like uh, no making a country great again. This is we need to reconnect and rebuild. I did like when he says you are you're the president of Jack shit. <laughs> I did like that. They have a. So like, you gonna say? Also, Guillermo del Toro actually act. I mean, like the. I will say if anything at the end of this comes out, even if it's a commercial flop, the acting looks good. It looks like the people in it really try, or, or like really like gave a shit. Like Miles, was it Miles Nicholson, the 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 creepy German dude? Yeah, um, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. I, I'm pretty sure he's he's more Middle Eastern or, or Middle European, Western European. Mad Mikkelsen, like he looks, he looks like he's giving a shit, right? Like. He's a relatively serious actor, and he looks like he's actually giving a performance. Yeah. Mads from Denmark. My apologies. Um, I should know this. I scout a lot of players from Denmark and Football Manager. 
tend to be a lot of center backs. Just just really tall people from Denmark. It's just an observation. I had a Dan- I had a Dan- Danish striker for a long time. That was in a different save though, not this one, not the one I'm currently playing. Yeah, it does look like they're, they're actually bothering, whereas James Woods in King Hearts 3 didn't. Yeah, no, right? Like, I thought that, I didn't even think that was James Woods. And when they said James Woods, I was like, oh, oh, James needs a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> so you only do it because of the company you work for. Nice. Well, that's good. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, he's. But he looks like he's trying. Guillermo del Toro is acting in this, like he's in the game. And normally, return of Lindsay Wagner. Not yeah. seen her in years. Right. Like he he's going he's going and he's getting people that like once again like that seem to be right for their roles. And um, I mean Norman Reedus we've known about a while for a while, but you know he's he's looking pretty good. I miss Dinklebot. I like Dinklebot. Don't get me like the other guy. Obviously, puts a lot. Was is that Nolan? That's no, no. that no, one's no. Nolan North. No, yeah, yeah, Nolan Bot. See, the problem is like Dinklebot. I liked it because it was like it almost was this cold, heartless kind of robot reviving you, and I liked that kind of narrative. They came from the moon. I, I kind of liked that dead delivery, that deadpan delivery. You got Nolan North, like, adds, like, oh, more ups and downs in the robot voice. I'm like, but Dinklebot. It's like the bot in um, Andromeda. It's just a very sort of monotone voice that I really can't be asked listening to. Oh, 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 let's listen to a couple of... let's. Here's the lines we'll miss the most from Peter Dinklage. Can't we just stay here with the murderous robots? No, little light. Don't do that. Oh my god, this is back when your Destiny character had voice acting too. I'm playing this in the background and no use pulling it full screen so you guys can see it. Just listen. Here we go. Let's fight our way into their warbase. I hope you're ready for this. I'm picking up fallen activity. Heavier than normal. Something's got them worked up. I'll stay on it. The shrine. It was communing with something out there. Their god? Or king? Well, not anymore. Access key. I don't need an access key. Dust is more complicated. No. I think I initiated a failsafe. I guess that was their failsafe. These tunnels go on for miles. We'll never explore them all. There you go. There's there's a few little Peter Dinklage quotes for you. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. <laughs> Classic methodaxing. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I, I mean, the point, the like, it was so. You could almost say it was so bad that it became good and part of the canon. I was a little sad when Dinklebot wasn't around anymore. It was just being a drone. 
He just was. He was a little robot that talked to you. What do you th- what did you expect him to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's not as if he can feel, not as if he can be scared. I mean, he was like I'm going to talk to you. Imagine the like okay, Peter Dinklage, we would we would dare say a very a good actor after seeing him on yeah. Game of Thrones. Um What do you think the given the fact that this was Blizzard Activision at the time? What do you think the VO guy told him? So, you're a little robot. And you're giving... You're a little computer robot giving directions to a guy. Oh. Like... Think of it as a mo- as a GPS system that flies around. That's it, it, literally what he did. And 2,000 feet, turn right. I will unlock this door for you. Please hold a moment. What are you doing? Like your fancy machine. Destiny guy is not in at the moment. If you would like to leave a message after the tone, he'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, so Dinklebot was a thing. But what a thing was as well is what you've been playing, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have been playing. I mean, I'm just gonna go through quick like, Football Manager because I edit stuff, so I played Football Manager, Final Fantasy, whatever the RPG one is, fourteen. Yep, fourteen. Yes, I've been playing that. Uh, just because I need an RPG, an MMO to play. Uh, I have played some Rage two. I'm getting along in that game. Rage 2 is kind of like I need to I want to play a first person shooter so I can jump into that for like 30 minutes to an hour like yeah. do like one or two side mission side base things I feel like I've done something fun right which to me is how Rage 2 is meant to be experienced so nice little chunks to go along yeah like it what I like is that there are story missions but it's like oh yeah here's the story mission to progress the story and I know Reese had talked about like yeah, there's like story mission one, story mission two, story mission three, and you finish the missions for that people. I'm like, yeah, but it's the game's so much about exploring and just figuring stuff. It's like, yeah, you can go do the story missions, but like once you do the initial one to unlock all the projects, you essentially can just fuck off and do whatever the hell you want. That's what I do. And uh, yeah. And then uh, some Total War Three Kingdoms. Nice. Have, have you heard Have you heard the scream of being on fire yet? Because that could be Sammy. A scream of what? Scream of someone being on fire. Oh, really? Yep. Mm. <laughs> she did voice acting for it. Did she do any artwork for it, too? Uh, she hasn't said whether she did artwork for it, because I'm not sure whether she's allowed to say. But should, yeah. We shouldn't zoom in on shields looking for tiner, tiger penises, then? You could, you could do so. You may find them. <laughs> Hi, Sammy, if you're listening. Hi, Sammy. <laughs> I do appreciate that, by the way, as somebody who plays Creative Assembly games. Um, no, nah, I mean, it's Total War. It's Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Like, it's gotten me wanting to, like, download and play Dynasty Warriors, <laughs> as bad as this sounds. Um, but Dynasty, every, everybody who's on a PlayStation has played Dynasty Warriors. Let's let's be real, right? I have played the Dynasty Warriors. Everybody who's Not owned a no, but you but you have played one. Like just I like how played. every every English person has been to Wembley. It's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just the done thing to do. It's just it's just you've done it. Why? Cuz I'm English. 
<laughs> Fair enough. It's, you know, just just like how every American has been to McDonald's. Why? Because we're American. And it's McDonald's. Because you need to have a Big Mac. Or 20 nugs, you know, 20 nugs. Sorry, I'm, I'm actually looking up, like, what Dynasty Warriors is on. I... I own Dynasty Warriors? I don't know. We forgot to actually see what the tweet of the day was. You've got to post. I already posted it. I tweeted it. Because I saw it briefly. <laughs> so what was it? Let's, have it. Let's take a gander at this. <laughs> Dynasty Warriors, we've never been to Wembley. Well, then, Michael Patterson, you are more American than English. Holy shit, I do have Dynasty Warriors. And I have Dynasty Warriors Empires. What Wow. The... That's very strange. And it's the complete edition as well. I mean, they are essentially just the same game. Yeah, run, no, into, it, run into hordes of armies, kill them. Exactly. Then... <laughs> Have overly act, overly acted vo- voice actors play uh, play characters. I can't believe I have Dynasty Warriors. Well, I probably bought it because I was like, "Oh yeah, Dynasty Warriors." Mm. Yeah, there there it is. There it is, Dynasty Warriors Two Complete Edition. It it had an update. On three seven, <laughs> so I can no. guess someone's going to be playing some of that soon. <laughs> uh probably, probably. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Cool. All right. So, um, bu- busy, busy old week. This has been. It really has. Um, so Monday, as the team passed five hundred dollars a leg for extra life, I finally did uh, what I said I was going to do and fire up Twitch Sings. And bring the Yorkshire trader in to sing for about an hour and a half. It happened. It was a good thing. Will, right? Even was impressed enough to let me try a Queen song. Which is big in itself, let's be honest here. And a Bowie fan. Because um, he tried, um, oh, what was it, Major Top? I can't remember. It's, I can't remember the really name. It's, uh, it's the right name for it now. It's like brain fart here, central. But yeah, you know, the Bowie track, Space Odyssey. I can't remember. I wish I could. Uh, it'll probably pop up in about five minutes. I go, oh, it was that song. But yeah, so the guy, there was a guy in the chat who loves Bowie. He's a big fan, and he's like, I can't be angry because it's so hilarious, which is a big compliment, I have to say. Um, so yeah, so great, great time on Monday night with uh, Twitch Sings. Uh, I have off stream because you can see all the stuff I've streamed. It's on the channel there, you know, Kingdom Hearts, Stuka 19, where I got to the, I'm going to be on my first final. Yes, my first final on Rising Star because I won 6-3. But uh, games off stream I played, I played the new pinball tables, new Williams tables came out. Um I played more Dragon Age Inquisition because I wanted to try level grinding to get some really cool weapons. I found a couple of areas. And I uh, killed the story dragon last night. Well, I say killed more. 
got it down to half health and took, o- took over it. So it is now mine to use against the bad guy. So we're at end game time, finally, in Inquisition. Finally. But yeah, finally. It's taken, what, six bloody months? Because it was December I started playing it. It sounds about right for a Bioware game. Yeah, I mean, I went through all Mass Effects before finishing Inquisition. Uh, played some Everybody's Golf with Tom and the, the community, which is pretty good, you know. Win, win a couple, lose a couple, get get interrupted by God Botherers in between the game and got kicked out of the game while I was leading by seven shots. Bastards. And I played some more score chasing on We Are Doomed. And finally, I did get pick up on sale Ape Out, the game from Devolver Digital where you play as the ape, escaping the levels and grabbing people and pushing them, which is a great time. Harambe but Simulator I, 2020. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's great because it's like this jazz sort of soundtrack to it where every time you throw someone against a wall and kill them, you hear the, the big sort of... Psh, 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 psh. So it's, it's, it's great fun. And I'm kind of thinking of picking up Katana Zero because that's on offer at the moment as well. Which one I've been playing. Um, shout out to Extra Life stuff. Sure. Well, Extra Life, let, let's start with that. Uh, so, yeah, so we have an announcement. <laughs> are you a god bother, Michael? Are you? Are you? Are you? Um, so, yeah, so... Um, Extra life this week. So we have an announcement that we have a new team member as part of Team Tig Whippy. He is J-Dub from J-Dubsy, the community. He will be doing a stream on July 1st for about six. All three characters in the speedrun from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. One of them he hates because he doesn't like Knuckles. Doesn't like really like Tails either, but he's going to be doing all three of them. No stops. So if he screws up on the level or it glitches on him oh dear what a pity never mind he carries on <laughs> um which is awesome really because you know his community and what he does is really really good so i'm we're glad to have him really and he should in theory be joining us down the road on a on a podcast so keep an eye out for that but Here's where, here's where things get interesting for Extra Life so far. We're in June now, the very, very start of June. We're already over $1,100 to Extra Life. This is just, this is just absolutely amazing because we had more donations during Twitch things, which, which I'm, I'm very thankful for. We had Tom do his first ever charity stream on Wednesday, 12 hours, of which he raised over, it was like £470, sorry, $470 in terms of that as well, which, you know, we've got to hand it to Tom for doing that. I mean, he he dyed his hair blue, really blue, <laughs> which is you sort of pictures on Twitter and all his accounts, and you look, bloody hell, mate. So, you know, this year for Extra Life's campaign has just got off to such a cracking start. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm over the moon for everybody involved for it because you know they they work so hard to do this. They work so hard 
to think of ideas and then put them into action on streams. And yeah, we still got some stretch goals to go. Like if we get a thousand uh, on our page, which is advertised in the chat, just just over there, just there. If we get to that, then the panda onesie will buy me through the entire stream that I'm doing in November. Um, and then we've got the stretch goals. We've got the $5,000 stretch goal for the team where you've got Tim going to be shaving his head completely because he knows his partly his partner doesn't like it. <laughs> but he went, it's for the kids, so fuck it. And then we've got James and Chris, their idea. <laughs> and their idea is Will and myself are going to be streaming uh, some snooker at some point. And, gonna, and James and Chris are going to be shoutcasting it. Yes. Live. Via satellite delay. Now, you, you don't know anything about snooker, do you? Nope. Neither does Chris. I, I mean, like, I, I understand billiards. I play, I play eight and nine ball and bumper mm -hmm. pool. But I know nothing about snooker. And I plan to read nothing about snooker. I plan to read n the prep me and Chris are doing for this is not read up on snooker, understand the rules and all that kind of stuff. It's how many ball jokes we can come up with in the time frame between now and then. How long does the average <laughs> snooker match take, Will? Um, average weeks? can take about <laughs> four hours. Four four hours. Okay. Four hours it can take the average. If you're looking at like a best of seven. Okay. So four hours of shout casting. About snooker. Um, you guys can see where this is going. Yeah, we we need to make this happen. We really do. This this would be just an absolute riot. And I won't be able to hear this until after I watch it back. <laughs> no, we we will have no contact to you whatsoever. It'll be it'll be completely on our own. I mean, we it, we may even pull in live guests to comment. We may even do it as like a call in show at some point. Yes, four hours of balls. Obviously, if you heard last week's show, you kind of heard a preview of what it could be. Um, but just just absolute insanity. Uh, player. Obviously, we will also create. Uh, we're going to be doing research on player player profiles as well, as in coming up with everything we can about the players off the top of our heads. It will be great. It will be a ton of fun. Everybody will sit there and we will just sit there and go, hmm. So, so please, if you can donate, if you know people that can donate, please, please, please. If they can and if you can afford to, because that's the main big, big thing. If you can afford to, please do so we can make this happen because this, like Monday with Twitch things, will be an absolute riot four hours of it uh needless to say and we have to and it's when we hit our goal we have to hit we have to hit not the not our goal not the tig Whippy's goal it's the team, team goal. goal team goal we have to pass five thousand dollars for that to happen yes for that to happen because it, it's i'm not saying my time is worth that much but four hours of straight comedy and we're talking green screen, we're talking me and Chris green screen, we're talking like trying to come up with a professional looking like scroll bar and shit, making this look like a sports broadcast, you know, it'll, um, it'll look ridiculous. 
it's for the kids. You know, how 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 can we not want to do this to, you know, put some smiles and maybe help some kids out with it with some very serious illnesses. It'll be for it'll be fun. So guys, you know what to do. And that's pretty much about it, apart from shout outs, uh, which, you know, big main one has to go to the birthday girl herself. Kimmy. Thank you for spending a little bit of your time with us today for your birthday. We really do appreciate it and everything you do for the show. Yeah, absolutely. Also, the chat as well today. Uh, Mr. Wills, Toy Clearance, Kimmy, Michael, Jonathan, aka Bionic. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, you are amazing people. We love you very much. And you listening on the podcast. We're downloading. We, you know, we thank you as well for joining us almost each and every week for the random bollocks we spout for a couple of hours. But I think that's it. I did. Yeah, yeah. I've got a League Cup final to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will got... say there will or will not be angry tweets during the game, but we'll, I do it. We'll see. Do it. We'll see. Uh, I've got a first look game to do uh, around about seven ish tonight. So that's what time? It's about two p.m. U.S. time. Okay, so I'll be in the middle of League Cup final, and then uh, the Summer of Skyrim starts today too. Summer of Skyrim, where I play through vanilla Skyrim, no mods, only the DLC. The way Todd Howard meant it to be played. Uh, and we'll just see how that goes. And yes, it's not a meme. It's actually Skyrim. Because we are going to go from the start. You know, everybody knows the start. We're going to be going through that. Uh, and, and just seeing where it takes us. I haven't decided what type. Well, let's be honest. I've decided what kind of character we're playing. Because regardless of what I make, it's going to be a sneaky, <laughs> sneaky archer. <laughs> Just because that's how all Skyrim characters end up. So, that's what we'll be doing. Uh, do we have anybody to toss this to? Yes. Uh, Gavin Jew are streaming at the moment. And they are doing a charity run for uh, Cystic Fibrosis. Toss me because... that name in Discord, if you would please. I will certainly do that. Because for... I can't spell worth a shit. We all that's... know this. That's fine. It is raid. I know how to spell raid. There you go. Okay. So yeah, so um, Jew's brother had cystic fibrosis, and so unfortunately he passed away. But she's wanting to do something for the foundation to try and help others. So yeah, please come and send some tig whippy love to Gavin Jew. Okay. Thank you very much, people. It's been a great show. We love you very much. Okay, bye-bye now. Enjoy this thing. We go trade and raid now. Bye.